What's up, Bandive crew? James here. And before we jump into this episode, I wanted to ask you a question. Have you ever wished there was a way to connect with me as well as other listeners in real time? I have the solution. I finally got around to making a Bandive Discord server, which is people have been asking me for years and I just wasn't listening. I wish I had done this sooner because I couldn't be happier with the results. It's been fantastic. And we would love to see you join us. We have discussions about the music business, gear, the podcast, and a general channel as well. You can join the discussion now by visiting bandhive.rocks slash discord. Again, that is bandhive.rocks slash discord. Welcome to episode 150 of the Bandhive Podcast. You're listening to the Bandhive Podcast, the number one online resource for DIY bands to learn about the music business and touring. If you want to turn your band into a lean, mean touring machine, you're in the right place. Now, let's get this show on the road. It is time for another episode of the Bandhive Podcast. My name is James Cross, and I help independent artists tour smart. This week on the podcast, I'm going to talk about what it costs to go on a DIY tour as a band. Because it's a question that a lot of people ask me, and I never really have an answer because it is so unique to every single tour. Every individual band is different, but I'm going to do my absolute best to kind of share a baseline of what you can expect to pay for a one-week tour. As much as I would love to give you a solid number, it just depends. Because like I said, no tour is the same, especially when you consider all the factors. Routings are different. Markets change. The costs of marketing change. Prices for things fluctuate, usually upwards, but still, they do fluctuate. So like gas now is cheaper than it was a month ago. All that aside, I'm going to share the absolute baseline cost of touring in this episode. I honestly would not expect to pay less unless you severely cut corners. And so when I share this number that I'm about to tell you, this assumes a few things. One, it's going to assume that you're marketing your shows at least a little bit. Two, you have a vehicle of your own. You are not renting a van or other vehicle. Three, you're traveling an average of 200 miles per day. So on the East Coast, that's pretty realistic. If you live out in the West, like Colorado, New Mexico, Wyoming, somewhere like that, you're probably going to double that, if not more. Four, you have five members in the band, and those are the only five people touring, and you're each getting a $20 per diem, which is for food and that kind of stuff. It's your discretionary spending as somebody on the road. Five, you aren't getting hotels or Airbnbs or anything like that. Instead, you're crashing wherever you can or you're sleeping in the van. It's not a glamorous lifestyle. And six, you're playing six shows and driving home on day eight. So essentially, it's a one-week tour with one day off and one drive day at the end. I've crunched the numbers, and a realistic budget for this would be 1900 for that seven-day tour with day eight being a day to drive home. That means over the six shows, your costs are $316.66 per show. So that means you need to earn at least $316.66 per show between the payment you receive from the venue or promoter and your merch sales based on the net profit, because if you base that on your gross income of merch, you're still going to be taking a loss, just not in the same place. So you want that to be a net profit on your merch to break even. Now let's take that figure of $1,900 for the one-week tour and break it down into individual costs. First, we have $40 per show for promotion. So this is printing and mailing flyers to each venue, doing some social media ads, whatever feels appropriate for the market and your brand. 
$40 is not a lot to spend on marketing, but it is better than nothing. And it's probably the minimum that I would suggest in 2022. You do not want to skip this step. It's really important to bring people to a show and $40 is a drop in the bucket if you think about it. And keep in mind, yes, venues and promoters are supposed to promote the show, but you cannot rely on that at this level. So you have to go out there and do your own promo work as well. And $40 is not a lot. And even if you bring in two more people with that $40 that you've invested, that's worth it. Yeah, maybe they're only paying $10 for a ticket, but the long-term effect, if they turn into a super fan, you're going to make that $40 back big time. Next up is $20 per day for your vehicle. Again, this is assuming that you own the vehicle. So this is money that you're setting aside for oil changes, wiper blades, anything that might pop up. And it's just kind of a reserve that you're going to keep on the side and let it build up every single day until you need it. Then we're going to factor in $40 per day in fuel, which is 200 miles per day at 20 miles per gallon. And the price is $4 a gallon. To figure this out for your own van or car or whatever, it's a very easy formula. You calculate your mileage for the tour. So let's say you figure out, okay, it's going to be 200 miles per day just to keep it nice and round. Then you divide that by your miles per gallon. So let's say your van only gets 10 miles per gallon, which is rough. That's very low, but with a trailer, that might be realistic. So now you need 20 gallons. Multiply that by the price, $4 per gallon, and that would be $80 per day. So you see how this formula works. You take the mileage for the day, you divide it by miles per gallon, and then you multiply that result by the price per gallon. And again, do increase the price per gallon a little bit. I usually say 25 to 50 cents over the actual price at the time I'm budgeting the tour, because in four to six months, who knows what the gas price is going to be. And if it goes up, we have some wiggle room. If it goes down, we're saving money. After that, $10 a day for tolls. Not every state has tolls. So like the vehicle category, you're just going to set aside $10 a day and you're going to wait for a day where you pay 60 bucks in tolls and you didn't pay tolls on any other day of the tour. So it's a wash, you know? That's one way to do it. You can also look at the actual tolls you're going to have to pay, but that takes a lot more work. So just setting aside a certain sum every day is what I've found to be the easiest. You're also going to do a similar thing with parking, and you're going to set aside $20 per day. And that is to cover times when you have to pay $40 for parking and those times where the venue has free parking for you. Additionally, $20 per member per day for food, which is your per diems, as mentioned earlier. So that's going to be $100 total because remember, there are five members in this tour. We're not budgeting anything for hotels, but if you want to, you can add $200 a day, and that's for relatively low-end hotels or if you get lucky, an Airbnb. And then you're also going to put in $20 a day for miscellaneous expenses, which could be anything like strings, drum heads, which you're not going to replace often, especially at that budget. Anything else you need, some radios, whatever it is, $20 a day for miscellaneous expenses. A couple things to note here. Promotions aren't counted for non-show days because there's nothing to promote. So day eight traveling home and whenever your day off is in that one week, you're not going to factor in promotions for that. You're also not going to count parking for day eight because you're just driving home. So you're probably not going to have to park anywhere and pay for it. All in all, this brings us to that figure of $1,900 for six shows over eight days. I know that's a chunk of change, but it's totally worth it if you can grow your dedicated core fan base. Now to do that, you have to have everything we always talk about. That is amazing songs, a stellar live show, and the presence to hook an audience who's never heard you before. So this means not awkwardly standing on stage or waiting until after the fourth song to introduce yourself. 
at the latest, you should be introducing yourself after the first song, if not right when you walk out on stage. You can always walk out and say, hello, Boston, we are band name, and then start your first song. A lot of artists just wait till halfway through the set to say, oh yeah, by the way, we are so-and-so. It's like, okay, we've just spent half the set not knowing who you are. It's rough when that happens. So go out there and introduce yourself with some amazing energy. And keep in mind that people get bored really easily. So if you look bored, they'll pick up on that and they'll get bored. So you need to have a big smile, move around and entertain the audience to get people to notice you. You're not there to be an amazing musician. You are there to entertain. And especially if you're an opening act, it's your job to get the crowd going. And if you can't do that, no one's going to care. Now, let's get back to the math, though. Remember that figure from the beginning of $316.66 per show? That sounds like a lot, doesn't it? Now, here's the good news. You don't need to break even, even though it's nice. Ideally, you do break even. But instead, you should focus on making this an investment into your career and getting close to the break-even point. So you shouldn't expect guarantees or ticket sales alone to cover this break-even point unless you have a consistent draw in every market that you're going to play. But here's one way that you can come close to breaking even. First, you'd want about $150 a night in performance income, whether that's a guarantee, which you're probably not going to get, or a split deal, which is sometimes also called a door deal. You'd need to be moving probably about 30 tickets at $10 each to meet this goal, as the venue will have expenses that they need to deduct from what the show brings in. And if there are lots of other bands on the bill, you're going to need more and more people in that room because all the bands get paid, or at least they should be if they're playing for free, that's on them. Then add to that 150 from the venue or promoter, 11 shirts sold at $30 each, which results in a net profit of $15.04 per shirt after deducting your credit card fees, the cost of goods sold, which I'm estimating at about $10. It's a little high. It's probably more like six or seven or so, but 10 just to be conservative and a 20% net haul fee. If you haven't already learned about hall fees, go back to episode 146, which is titled, Help! The Venue is Trying to Steal Our Merch Money. And you can learn how to avoid paying too much for a hall fee, how to negotiate the hall fee, and what terms to look for so you're not overpaying or even potentially taking a loss on the merch you sell. Now, this merch, the 11 shirts with 1504 profit per shirt, that's net profit, plus the $150 from the venue or promoter, gets you to $315.44, which is very close to the costs of $316.66 per show. Now, I'm not going to say selling 11 shirts is easy, because it's not, but it is absolutely doable if you impress the audience enough. This is how you can avoid being out of pocket in a major way on a DIY tour. Now to recap, this is for an extremely basic one-week tour. You're going to be looking at a budget of about $1,900, and that's if everything goes well. If everything goes perfectly, you might spend less, or if things go wrong, you'll spend more. Same goes if you want to stay in hotels or Airbnbs instead of crashing on floors. That is going to make your budget skyrocket. But no matter what, don't let the costs discourage you. Even if you don't have any income, if you're a five-piece band, it's about $380 each in expenses. And again, that's assuming you don't bring in any income. Realistically, if you bring in $1,500 in income, then you're only short $400. So you're out of pocket $80 each. That's really not that bad, especially considering that this is an investment in your future as a band. So if everything goes well, you're only going to have to make up a small amount of the tour costs out of pocket. And the rest will be income 
that offsets those costs, whatever difference there is that you do have to pay is going to be absolutely worth it over time because you're going to have those new fans. If you want to learn more about setting up a successful DIY tour where you either break even or come very close to it, visit bandhive.rocks slash tour to schedule a free consultation with me. Again, that is bandhive.rocks slash tour. And we'll hop on a call and discuss your goals for your band on the road. That does it for this episode of the Bandhive Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening. I really appreciate it. And I hope that this episode has given you the confidence to go out there and book your first tour or your 10th tour, however many it is, in a way that will let you go out there and hit the road without losing a ton of money because no one likes paying money to go work. That's what you're doing when you're playing shows is you're working. So if you're paying to work, that's no fun. But if you are bringing in new fans and your audience is growing, there's nothing better than that. That is the best feeling in the world. So go out there and book some shows, and don't forget to visit bandhive.rocks tour to set up your free consultation today, where we'll go over your goals for your band's next tour. Again, that's bandhive.rocks tour. We'll be back with another brand new episode of the Bandhive podcast next Tuesday at 6 a.m. Eastern, right here in your favorite podcast app. Until then, I hope you have a great week. Stay safe, and of course, as always... Keep rocking. Hey, you. Yeah, you. With the headphones or the speakers. You've made it to the end of the episode. Thank you so much for listening. While I still have you here, if you're not already in the Bandhive Facebook community, it would be great to see you there. We have over 600 like-minded musicians who are asking questions, sharing their experiences and advice, and much more. So if you want to improve your band's business, look no further than the Bandhive Facebook community. You can find it by searching for Bandhive on Facebook, that's B-A-N-D-H-I-V-E, or going to bandhive.rocks group. Again, that's bandhive.rocks group, and that will automatically redirect you to our Facebook community. I look forward to seeing you there soon.